and welcome to Uncorked in Conversation. Hey, everybody. Hello. Clink, 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 clink. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Cheers. So, hello, everyone. Today is June 30th, 2021. It is the last day of June, 2021. Almost 4th of July weekend. How about that? Yeah. And, and we all know smack dab in the middle of summer. Now, although 4th of July weekend is coming up, we understand that for those of us here on the, uh, the, the co-hosts and guests right now on the podcast, this Independence Day is not for us. Our Independence Day has already been celebrated. It was Juneteenth, correct? Yes, yes, That's right. Yes. So this is the, uh, the, the federally acknowledged holiday and everyone's going to have plans and be doing things like shooting off firecrackers and cooking hot dogs and hamburgers on the grill. So I'm sure people will have plans for this, what we've come to know as our traditional 4th of July celebration. Independence Day for America from England, but not for Black people. Our independence, of course, was Juneteenth. Look, Juneteenth 2021, because they just started letting us celebrate it. But you know, that's another episode. <laughs> So as we get started, <laughs> as we get started, I'm going to ask each of you to share with us what you are sipping on, what are you uncorked on tonight, and what are your 4th of July plans, even if they have nothing to do with celebratory anything, just what are your plans? I got it. <laughs> yes, I Ms. Got Paulette, <laughs> by the pool. If y'all yes, can see her right pool, now. By the pool. Yes, by the pool. Well, I have sangria tonight sangria very good sangria i must add uh feeling very good from it um for fourth of july i plan on going to the movies and you know i have a home there's always something to do around the house so i have a project i'm gonna start working on since i will be off uh fourth of july and the day after just doing some work around the house i hear that good all right Chardonnay <laughs> to the shards, all the shards out there. I love a dry wine. No. Chardonnay, yum, good. yum. Sip, sip. It's good. Yes. <laughs> and what are your plans for 4th of July weekend? I am going to paint. I'm painting um, a room. Um, finally, it got some folks out the house, so therefore I have I can make some changes. Going to do some housework. No, it's okay. Fun, okay. Right? Fun. Yeah, fun. <laughs> yeah. She got a copy off me. <laughs> I was going to say, we have quite the tool belt divas in this group. I'm not one of them. <laughs> but Paulette, Tracy, April, y'all get the gold star because y'all be doing it. Let me tell you. Yeah. DIY. Yes. We DIY girls. DIY girls. That's right. Tracy, what are you sipping on and what are your plans? Well, it's always Merlot for me. Yes. I um I don't have many plans. My daughter's supposed to come down and I let me just share that. Um I'm gonna probably finish my tiki bar. I um tiki bar. I've got some finishing touches on it. Um so I'll probably do that. I don't have any plans for a 4th of July weekend. I have a cast party from the last play I was in. I was just in a play um, over this past week on Zoom. And we're going to do a cast party also on Zoom on Friday. And um, I don't have anything else planned, but it sounds like I might be taking a sip at the Tiki Bar. Okay. <laughs> okay. Meet you over there. <laughs> Oh, come on, come on in, Steven. <laughs> hey, Steve. Hey, hey, how you guys going? Hey, hey Steve. Hey, Steve. <laughs> First of all, let me say thank you so, so very much for allowing me to join your quorum. Um, I love different cultures. I've always been a multiculturalist, which is to say that I always like to uh, experience different cultures. And even though this is not a new culture, uh, I feel like this is a culture of women, and I am a guest, and I appreciate you allowing me to partake in your gathering. So, again, thank you. 
Wonderful. We are so glad to have you here. I I do want to ask you before we jump in, I'm going to uh, share your bio in just a moment and also have you share some things with us. Uh, Are you sipping on anything this evening? I most certainly am. As the expression goes, when in Rome, you do Uh, as who? As the Romans do. As the Romans do. uh, I started off sipping on a Shiraz. Shiraz is, as you know, a dark or a, a red wine that's Usually very sweet, but um, tip it off, ladies. But uh, my 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 host has been generous enough to let me share her wine, so I'm doing both the Shiraz and the what is this? Uh, Chardonnay. The Chardonnay. So he's doing a Chardonnay. What she said. <laughs> that sounds like the girl. That sound like the neighbor on Martin Lawrence. Should have Shiraz and that. Shiraz and that. I like it. I absolutely love this concept. Oh, wonderful! Thank yes. you. Thank you. And, and you know, just kind of uh, the great thing about a podcast is it's very uh, informal. You can really be yourself. And what I love about our energy is, you know, just the way the podcast started off, it was just about us getting together and just vibing. That's what we just came on doing what we naturally do when we're together. And that is outstanding. I just that you can't bottle that. And um, I, that's what I really enjoy about it. So thank you for uh, uh, recognizing that, our energy, our organic Absolutely. connection. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to share with our audience um, who may not know Stephen. We've had a little time to get to know Stephen. And uh, just sharing, he is born, uh, born in Washington, D.C. He received a Bachelor of Science degree in psychology from Bowie State University in Bowie, Maryland. Bachelor of Science degree in Sociology and Criminal Justice from North Carolina Central University, Durham, North Carolina, and Master's in Arts degree in Rehabilitation Counseling Psychology from Michigan State University, East Lansing, Michigan. So he is quite a learned brother. We appreciate learned men, do we not, ladies? As we do, yes, yes. We and love the learning. Saying, my education continues. Wonderful. All right. And that's always that's something to keep in mind. Always. I, I read something recently that says, um, you know, when people are sharing ideas, um, when someone shares something with you, if you get defensive about it, you cut off your ability to learn something new. Um, Although it may not be what you agree with, it may not be what you've been exposed to, what you have an idea about, you still have an opportunity to learn something when someone shares something with you. So I love the continued education. Yes, I I couldn't agree with that that. statement more. Mm -hmm. Great. And talk to us a little bit about your your collaborative organization, um, Black Talk Matters. I want to read your mission statement, if I could, and then have you share um, in your words uh, what your your collaboration is about. So the mission statement for Black Talk Matters, as concerned culturally conscious Black men of Black Talk Matters, we form a collaborative assembly to research and discuss a range of relevant topics, particularly particularly related to the current state of affairs for Black men, our community, our culture, and our place as proud Black Americans that require a call to action. That just moves me. It moves me. I love that. And that's only part of the mission statement, ladies and audience. So Stephen, if you would talk to us about Black Talk Matters. Um, Well, let me say, let me tell you this. We actually got started after the heinous murder of George Floyd. Mm -hmm. I'm sure every Black man of consciousness felt a certain type of rage that and, and, and uncertainty in terms of how the American justice system has traditionally and historically treated similar matters. Uh, so we were feeling a particular way. And keep in mind, this is like right after the event happened. So we're talking about maybe 
April of 2020. Right. When it was fresh and just, it just happened. So maybe as a therapeutic method, we should get together and have a discussion. So we all got together and we were black men. I don't like, well, we were woke, but I like to describe us as upwardly mobile, progressively minded black men. We are men of different walks of life here. We get up to about 20 brothers and we have men in different walks of life. So there's different people who can bring different things in. Right. So that's where we are right now. Excellent. I am impressed with, with what your group is doing, with what you are doing, with your mission. Uh, I, I am quite impressed with what you've done. And you said you're up to 20 members at this point, um, although this space has the potential to reach and impact millions. Um, you know, uh, we, I, I love the terms, uh, the term call to action, because you're absolutely right. It's, it's more than just being able to talk about something. What action can we take? What can we do to move the bar for ourselves, for our communities, for Black people um, in, in our space? So I love what you're doing. Thank you for sharing. So guys, I want to kind of do a little something different. Thank you, um, Stephen, for joining us once again. I want to do something a little different with today's episode. Um, so I've kind of got some trending topics for um, the past few weeks. And we're going to kind of talk about those trending topics and a little bit of a round robin. So how I would like to do this is... We're going to pick a topic, and I'll tell you how we're going to pick that topic in just a second. They're already pre-selected, but you guys will be able to select which one, not knowing exactly which one you're picking. Once we pick the topic, I'll read what the topic is, and I would like to have each of you share the first thing that comes to mind. And I don't mean like one word, you know, not like the psychologist thing, how they show you an ink blot and you say one word. I'm sorry, no shade. Hey, that's my feel. <laughs> No shade, <laughs> but, shade you know, taken. <laughs> yeah, but I want you to be able to, <laughs> to convey your, your position about it, your thought. But first thing that hits you, just, I want you to just talk about it. And then after each person shares their thoughts, we're just going to kind of jump in and, and talk a little bit about the topic itself. How does that sound? That sounds fun, y'all. May I participate? Yeah. In order for this to work, everyone must participate. So we need to have everybody in on this. And I am going to see here. All right. What we're going to do in order to pick the topics, here are my topics. Oh. Got about seven of them. I'm going to have someone pick a color. Pick a color, any color. Who would like to pick a color first? Pink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Paulette. Pick a color. Purple. Purple. And I have a purple in my stack, believe it or not. So here's the like, topic. What are the colors? <laughs> okay. You don't know the so, rainbow? Come on, girl. Steve, Come you're on. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. I named the rainbow colors. So, Steve, um, you're from D.C. You, you've spent time, you know, in, in that area. So you guys are a little bit of a, ahead of us here in the seven cities. The topic is marijuana being legalized in VA in Virginia on July 1st. Yeah, boy! It takes place on July 1st, and I would like for each of you to share first thing that comes to mind. Oh my God. May <laughs> I? May <laughs> I? Sure. I, can, I can go first if y'all want to. I definitely have an opinion on this subject matter. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. You go first and I'll go after you, sis. I didn't share what, because uh, y'all had, we all shared what we're sipping on, what we're uncorked on, and I didn't share. And I, Steve was like, well, Linda didn't share yet. I didn't, because I smoked my cork. So. If you, if, give me that fist bump, sis. Give me that fist bump. <laughs> Uh -uh. <laughs> so I'm ready for it. It's about time. Um, 
And that's what I think about it. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm here for it. So I, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you, Steve, our guest, because your, your area has, is ahead of us. What are your thoughts? I would say this personally. Uh, when I first started school, I was criminal justice, which meant that any job that I was applying for, I had to, excuse my language, I had to piss in a cup. So I was very, uh, I stayed away from marijuana. You know, mm -hmm. um, I'm of an era that I was conditioned to believe that marijuana was a gateway drug. Right. Um, so I thought that individuals who participated in that um, were not as on point. But then as I really got into learning my craft in terms of psychology and becoming into mental health, um, and then we, you will look into um, medication therapy, um, I saw that marijuana really kind of, for the most part, crossed the gamut in regards to everything from postpartum depression to uh, the ability to manage depression, I mean, or, or even uh, psychiatric issues, or psychiatric, I mean, uh, audio or a visual uh, hallucination that help individuals manage those things. And then knowing that the country that I live in, that is, their, their real God is the dollar as opposed to our Lord and Savior. Um, it didn't take long to realize that the pharmaceutical agency really put a hex on marijuana therapy because the last thing they wanted was for John Q. Citizen to have access to a homegrown remedy to something that they could charge you hundreds of thousands of dollars for. Okay, so that's what I see. It. In 2021, I think that America is really capitalizing or has capitalized for many years on the ignorance of America as it relates to this drug or this substance rather. But if you ask me professionally, I will say that it is a vital resource in individuals being able to maintain and be able to uh, participate and be a functional part of society. I don't think that it should be something that the NFL, NBA, or any other sports franchise should penalize its athletes for using as it regards to pain management. But again, I don't want to get on. I mean, I can really talk on this subject. But if you're asking me, I think that what's happening is you have legislators and community leaders excuse me, who are, for the most part, excuse me, you got me drinking your wine. You can't, hey, you can't ask. For my intellectualism while I'm drinking, okay? He's drinking two cans of wine. You're going to get a burp or two, okay? He's drinking Shanae-Nae. You know, it's Shanae-Nae. I forgot. <laughs> there are medical benefits, to your point. Long yeah. yeah, there's medical, there are medical benefits to them. I've said for a long time, Absolutely. there's no medical benefit. There's no medical benefit to alcohol, but there is a medical benefit to marijuana. You know, so, great if point. You look, if you put them side by side and you look at how alcohol as we sip our wine, affects, affects the human body versus what happens when you use marijuana. You know, it's it's no comparison. Yeah, staggering. Absolutely Ladies, no your thoughts. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Don't take away my oh, alcohol. Let's welcome Rita. Let's welcome Rita. Rita just hey, got here. Rita. Hey, hey, Rita. Hey, Rita, Rita. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I miss you guys. Miss you, too. Um, say hello to Stephen, our special guest today. Yes. I know, I know Rita. How you doing, Rita? But hello, <laughs> Mr. Stephen. <laughs> it's 20 more where he came from. Uh, That's what he said, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And we need to know, you know, the other people in your group, you know, which ones are eligible bachelors, you know, have their you know own what? place, have their own car, have their, you know, <laughs> have their own stuff. like that. Okay, so 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 we're we're all professional men. We're all men. Uh -huh. I would say we're all college educated, and I'm not being, I'm not trying to be uh, like status conscious or anything like that. 
just is that it started from individuals who were teachers and then it moved mm -hmm. for some of us who were in mental health and then it moved mm -hmm. to some of us who were community activists and then it mm -hmm. moved to some of us who were in uh finance and um, okay you know so in other words and now as, well, as let, you, well that's like check check Check. No, I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm waiting on the answer. <laughs> yes or no? Let's and, talk and we, to you, let it know. And we, listen, listen, brothers. Listen, brothers. My bad, my bad. Alex, he, he, you know what? He trying to, he trying to be like um Samuels. They, they're a uh, high Kevin, that, That's my man. As it relates to marijuana, hold down or oppress our people. Because you got brothers, as we sit right now, doing serious time in jail. That was the point I was going to make. I was going to pick the next I'm gonna pick. I want to pick black. Yeah, April. You picked black? So. Of course you would. There is no black. You always pick black. <laughs> but there is and no black. Black's, 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 black's not a black. color. Let's do red. The red topic is the Derek Chauvin verdict, 22 and a half years. Not enough time. Okay, not enough time, Paulette says. I agree with Paulette, not enough time. Let me speak All on right. that real quick, real quick. Okay. Okay, the prosecutor only asked for 30 years. So the judge is not going to give more than that. And the fact that he gave 22 out of 30, I think that's kind of reasonable. Only to the fact that this is the first case that an officer of this magnitude has been charged. We could not have had zero. Historically, we have had zero. So the fact that we got 22, I'm good with that. You're not following directions. That was more than one. <laughs> but no, that was my that was my thought. That's my that that's my whole condensed thought of the matter. Okay, so what my ladies got to say to that? Angel, come on. Would you like to hear my thought on that? No, you long-winded. Who okay, else? I'm sorry. Oh, my, mine will be real quick. I promise you. Make it I, quick. And you're right. I am. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tracy. My bad. Tracy rang I, in. I'm I was saying Tracy. I'm long-winded too. So Go ahead. It's okay. One thought. I didn't say how long. I said a thought. I thought all my thoughts are long. I don't have But give us thoughts. one. Give me one. one I just want one. one. This is an example of adult learning right thought. here. This I um I think that um I think justice um was served at, and to to um April's point. Um and then and then he it's not I think he has to go up for another sentencing on a different level so i don't think that that was all of it so he will go back in front of the judge for something additional um and and the beauty of it if there's any beauty in it the other three gentlemen or police officers they will also have their day in court as well and 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 justice will be served as well so in in that case i think um that justice was definitely served. It sent a message, it sent a huge message because anytime you, for example, you kneel on someone's neck with your freaking hand in your pocket as if, then yeah, he, he 22 years is, is good. And, and, and I can only hope that it's um, hard labor, if I may, or a hard, a hard sentence for him in the respect of his conscience. Not that, you know, he's abused, but I, I, I hope, I'm hopeful that his conscience will, will um, allow him to, to um, reflect. He's got some time to I'm think about it, great. I'm interested in Paulette's answer. She said that it wasn't long. Yeah, I wanted to hear more of Paulette so, and Sarita too yeah. on the, Say more about the fact that you don't feel like it's enough time because that, and that's a valid point. We're hearing people say that. So, okay, um, because he took a life, and I would like to make sure or know that one, if that whole twenty-two years that he actually got, that he's going to serve all of that, and it's not going to be any 
you know, get out early, you know, probate, all that kind of stuff. He should be able to. It'll be about two thirds from here. Yeah. Right. So listening to what Tracy was saying, I didn't know anything about possibly more time on another charge. So that would be. He was charged charged with three different. um, He had three different charges on three different counts. And I believe that first this 22 years is on the first count. It's not with no no possibility of parole. Oh, no, he has a possibility of two. He would have to serve two thirds, I thought they said. No, no, not. There's no possibility of parole. However, with good behavior, he could get out after serving two thirds of the sentence. My bad. I misspoke. Yes. So he could get out early. If I'm not mistaken, he's going to be sentenced on the other two charges unless I'm misunderstanding. You're correct. And I think there are federal charges pending as well. Right, right, right. I don't think he's gonna do. I'd be surprised if he do five years. I say two. Oh. <laughs> no, April, you can't. And I'm gonna tell you why touch. I say five years. Because I agree. I agree. I, it, because I believe as we sit here and drink our wine, there's a hit already put out on that man. He ain't gonna see. He ain't gonna see life outside the bar. Oh, okay. Somebody's so gonna take care of him inside the joint. He'll be murdered. Oh, I, I, I believe that in my heart. They did say something that he has to do at least eighty-five percent of the time because two thirds. Um, two thirds. Yeah. Steve said okay. that two somebody's going to take him out. But he's going to be taken out before due time. June thirtieth. Stephen believes he'll be murdered. Mark my That's word. A, I said it publicly here. Okay. Give me my. That's a possibility. That's a possibility that someone could kill him. And I don't, I don't advocate anyone for anyone's death, but it is entirely plausible. I think it is entirely plausible. Okay. Or okay. he may commit suicide because his conscience will kill him. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. Okay. All right, next color. I'll choose pink. Pink. We have a pink. <laughs> Cardi B's pregnancy announcement performance as um many people i don't know if everyone who listens knows but cardi b is pregnant with her second child cardi is pregnant with her and offset's second child uh culture who is cardi b's daughter cardi b and offset's daughter will have a little brother or little sister here soon and she made her announcement on the bet awards by uh, giving a pregnancy performance if you will I don't know if you guys caught that. Did anyone catch that, first of all? I did. I saw it live. I thought it was cute. Um, Congratulations to her. She got the money to handle it. Do it, girl. Good for you. Okay. All right. That's what, that's, thank you, Paulette. What are y'all's thoughts? What's the first thing that comes to mind? I don't think, I don't think it's news. I don't, I don't, I could care less. I mean, really? I'm, I know I, that's right. Yeah. I didn't watch, I didn't watch the awards, Um, but yeah. It's that's not important to me. I, I mean, agree. I agree with you, Tracy. I mean, I had two kids. Ain't nobody celebrating me. Yeah. Well, you uh, obviously that's have they to grown. celebrate yourself, but, but they, I don't think I don't think that's news. I don't, I don't think that's relevant. It's not. And relevant. you ain't no entertainer. I mean, well, I mean, I, I, I want to put wait, this out April, there. That depends on who who who's asking, right? Hey, hey, after dark. When um, bringing up relevancy, I think you bring up a great point, Tracy. When, um, because I had something to share about that, because, and it depends on, I guess, how we define relevancy from the standpoint of views and shares and trending topics. It is um, because, you know, we're in a culture that feeds it's a feeding frenzy for this kinds of this kind of information but you shared it it's not relevant i feel you she said i couldn't care less i feel you um what do you think it's not relevant in in what respect well because we've got so many other things that we need to pursue and that we need to focus on uh that cardi b being pregnant and again i think um paulette said it she's an entertainer so therefore her viewing the BET viewers looked at that. I didn't watch the BET Awards. I, so, you know, Cardi B, well, Fantasia just had a baby. 
I mean, I mean, give me strength. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, yeah, no, it, yeah. No. Okay, I just wanted to hear more about that. That's great, thanks. What else, yeah. guys, who else, what comes to I, mind? I, I mean, it's a wild factor for me. When I first saw Cardi B, just put a much wanted to surprise everybody at once when she was on BET Awards performing. She did a phenomenal job. I applaud her. So I'm happy that she got a second child. I'm happy for both of them. Okay, what's next? That's how I feel. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, really, I mean, I can, but just like. Beyonce came out with her first pregnancy and she wowed Yeah, Beyonce her. started this she trend, was performing right? too. So it's like all this more and more people coming out just out of the blue because no one knows anything. And then when they perform it, you see the baby bump and okay, great. I mean, I'm happy for you. Okay, I'm well, happy this, for you. This may be a little vulgar, but I mean, she's singing wet ass pussy. She's going to get pregnant. <laughs> Not doing that at the not doing that at her and Megan Thee Stallion were doing on that other award show. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's a whole different thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. My bad. Well, my apologies, Stephen. I, 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 oh, hey, no. I tend to go off the deep end. I am a visitor time. in your culture. Keep it 100, ladies. Keep it 100. 100. Okay. 100. This is not a family show. No. Uh, Tracy, I just for the record, I agree with 100% what you just said. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, April, you didn't want to weigh in. April, you, you good? You ready for the next color? That was the one you picked. That's why I asked. I weighed in. I weighed in. Okay. About, um, okay. My bad. I missed you. All right. Next, we got four more colors and a wild card left. I'll do the wild card at the end. Four more colors. Let's let Sarita go. What color, Sarita? Okay. My color is going to be orange since you have orange. Orange. Oh, but <laughs> here we go. Lil Nas X performance oh, at the BET Awards. Yeah. But hold on, wait, wait, wait. I want y'all to um, comment on his response to all of the feedback that's been shared. He's getting obviously positive feedback and negative feedback, probably equal amounts it. of both. So this was his um, response. You. I want to get feedback on the response. So let me go to it. For those who don't know about the Lil Nas X performance, he kissed a man, tongue kissed a man, one of his dancers at the conclusion of the performance. It was kind of worked into the performance. Hold and on, during minute, the- Wait a minute, what you say? He kissed a man? He tongue kissed a man. Should I share my screen and show you? Y'all don't want me to share my screen. Share yes, my screen. show it, show it, show it, show it. Sure. Okay, so his re his reaction to all of the feedback he's getting is, why y'all get mad at me so easily? All I've ever done was be a bad bitch. All he want to do is just be a bad bitch. Oh, is that the end bad? of the response? Yeah. So I do want to know, yeah, your feedback on the performance and Nas's, Lil Nas X's reaction to well, his I saw the performance. Uh, so public. the part of the performance that I saw, which I didn't care that I didn't see the whole thing. I did see the ending. You know, it was I can tell you what, it was definitely a shock factor. Okay. okay. I mean, however, mm -hmm. at the same and it was a shock factor for me because we hadn't seen that on the BET Awards. I mean, of course, on, on several different television shows and all that kind of stuff, we are now seeing that. So it doesn't really like I'm not going yeah it doesn't really bother me it was a shock factor as far as the BET wars goes but he's an artist you know he did his thing he entertained that's what he's supposed to do and to me I don't think one way or another about it if that's what you feel then you you go for it that's where I am okay all right thank you next that's nasty I'm calm <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not homophobic to me, but don't force it on me. Let me eat pieces of pieces at a time to grab everything. Because that right there, you just force it on me for me to accept that I can't do it. Especially, this is BET Awards. This children's watching the show. I just cannot. You cannot. You you just can't. 
I mean, where is the boundaries here? Where's the boundaries? But but Sarita, there's kids at home that have two fathers or have two mothers. So then what do you say to those? I, I never so really I thought about that. I would say this. I would say this. Whether it's two males or two females or male and female, it is a family show. So I thought it was inappropriate, period. I don't care who's kissing who, whatever. Um, and it wasn't like a pack. It was like a full-on locking and everything. And to me, I thought that was inappropriate. I don't care who does it. Because it's no different than Madonna kissing Britney Spears. Same thing. They did the same thing a couple of years ago. Um, so I just thought it was inappropriate because like you said, it is a family show. Everyone is watching. Broader point is it's inappropriate no matter who was doing the kissing. It wasn't in a way that if I had children watching, watching with me, it wasn't like it was in a movie. It wasn't romantic. It wasn't, it didn't give me any warm feelings. It's to me, it was like he was proving some type of point. And I understand the point that he was trying to make, but I didn't think that was the right setting for it. Just to what? Get viewers, just to seek approval. I thought it was over the top. Okay. Well, with it All being right. with it being gay pride month, it's it's appropriate for those that are still right. Um my opinion is that it's been normalized. And so it is accepted as Paulette would say in some households. And so therefore it's been, it's been accepted, you know, um, appropriate or inappropriate. It's been accepted and some, some gave it cheers and some gave it gag. Um, but it is, you know, to each their own, um, Live and let live. Um, my my strong opinion is that we just don't know who we're gonna love in 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 in, in any respect. Um, so with that, I think he got caught up in the moment of his performance, um, and 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 that's the way it went down. Um, I just think that Lil Nas is over the top anyway. So for for him to bring that to his viewers, it was normal. Okay, good, thanks for sharing y'all. Um, my immediate response, um, it did not offend me. Um, I am accepting, you know, well, people do what they wanna do. Um, I hear uh, April's point on the um, appropriateness or inappropriateness based on the rating of the show and what audience it is geared for. Um, now, as far as censorship for the for the purposes of the viewing audience, I think that BET has the responsibility to um, either uh, mute something out or not uh, based on their audience. But the performers, I, I feel like they're given free reign to perform and and always have been. Um, but at any rate, I did just to kind of thinking about what, you know, others said, but I did Good not question. have a problem with it. Good uh -huh. question. Was that a live performance or was that something that was say taped and then? No, it was live. I, I, was it live? It was, okay. It was live, it was live. Yeah, so um, so I guess, you know, they, they can't censor it, but um, they rehearse, so I'm pretty sure, you know, and like Tracy said, you know, it's, it's not surprising coming from Lil Nas X, but, um, as I mentioned, I, I I wasn't offended. I like the fact that he does live his truth out loud. Um, I've seen people, I, I guess it's more of the reactions for me because there are reactions from both sides uh, on the on the performance, people that are for, people that are against. And it, it's really been accepted for um, heterosexuals to kiss during a performance no one bats an eye at that, but when it's, um, for instance, it is pride and it's a homosexual performance, I think more people weigh in. I think Lil Nas X knew that 
I think he did do it for shock value because he is somewhat of a professional troll. He, that's what he did. That was a specialty of his even before he was a music artist. Um, a point though that I wanted to make for the people, I hear people, no one, no one on here, I don't think said it, but for the people who have said, you know, take that somewhere, speaking specifically of it being gay PDA, gay public display of affection. I don't wanna see that. I don't wanna see that. Um, I think those individuals have the option of not seeing it. And I believe that performers, performances stay relevant because those who don't wanna see it, click on it to talk about their disdain for it. And that only allows a person to stay relevant because they're getting views. Those views translate into something. It means something. And I don't think that the public at large has grasped that yet. No, because some people believe that any publicity, whether positive or negative, is publicity, period. And it, it is in, right. this, in the life of social media, it is. He's got uh, 8.4 million followers, at least as of two days ago, on Instagram. And I asked someone, do you think that's mostly people that love him or people that hate him? <laughs> it's probably an exact mix. Because the people that, that hate him can't look away. And I, I'm, what they're not understanding, those that can't stand him, they're, they're providing relevance for something that they say they hate when they have the power not to. Absolutely. How do you think, not to get off subject, but how do you think Donald Trump, Donald Trump became president? Mm -hmm. Same thing. People love him or they hate him. People love to hate him. And, and it's like a train wreck. Media yeah. just like pouring all this negativity on him. They showing showcasing how ridiculous he is. The more they did that, the more power he got amongst the people who want to put him off. Absolutely. Exactly would happen uh, to that point i like to say this i think that looking at this form we are all very um we're very close in terms of our age group we're, we're in a particular uh generation but with the young people coming up they're much more accepting of gay and lesbian expression than we are. We are of an, a generation that we are, and I will be, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm more uncomfortable with what I just saw than accepting, even though I am more accepting because I understand that's the country, that's where we should be. Mm. But young mm -hmm. people are definitely much more accepting of that, and they're going to be like, go little Nas. They're going to be, how can I say, um, he didn't do that for our generation. He did that for his, those individuals who buy his records. And those are the mm -hmm. young kids. And they're going to be more accepting of what they, of what that was. Because of the so courage where, to where do it. Where we are in 2021 right. is that you have which is very common, an older generation that's responding in the way that we are responding now versus a younger generation that's saying, you know, like, thumbs up. Mm -hmm. Good point. All right, y'all ready for another color? Yes. yes. Yellow. Three left. Can I say something to go to another color? Yes. I wanted to say just a little bit for, for Lil Nas. This is the same guy that is a he's an entertainer he kind of remind me of lady gaga when she came out being extravagant yes. <laughs> you yes. know? and yes. this is a male version of being um who's the other guy guy that was um dressed in a dress in the red carpet too i can't remember his name he's an yeah, actor yeah yeah. Yeah. So it's more and more yeah. of the fashionista coming out. As, as more as I grow older and as things more things happen, you know, as I try to be a better person for me and better than I was yesterday, I look at myself from um and, and think about judgment. I don't 
I can be a little different. I can be a little weird. I can be a little odd and out there. And I really um, try to ensure that I am not passing judgment on someone's choice. That's what I'm holding myself to. And as I see people sharing and expressing themselves, I'm very, I've become very careful in how I view. And in many times, in many ways, have changed my views on things because it, I would rather you feel comfortable doing what you're doing rather than me judging, especially if you're not causing some type of intentional harm to someone. So I'm, I'm just very careful about my judgment of what I see. Now, now let me say that I'm very glad to hear you say that because a lot of times we walk into a forum or a room or a workplace and think that the way that we see the world is the way to see the world. Right. And what I'm hearing, what you're saying, is that you're willing to adjust what you prior your prior opinions or mm -hmm. prior perceptions to what you now you've been introduced to something so now you you're seeing that there's another side of truth our hang-ups should not in impede on anybody else's choices agreed agreed that's and that's the reason i question myself whenever i'm faced with something controversial because i just i want to be sure that i'm not forcing my idea, my thought, because we're all, all of our thoughts and, and opinions are valid. That That's, you know, I do a lot of social media um, with promoting the podcast and I see a lot of um, discussions that go back and forth and people are not very tolerant of other people's views on social media. And it's quite disturbing. All of our views are valid. Um, but we take a position based on our life experience, what we've gone through in life, our values, what we've been taught. Just there's so many variables that go into how we do our decision making. So we have to, I feel like we have to stay open to understanding everyone's truth um, as, as they share it with us. Absolutely. What other colors do we have? So we have blue and blue yellow and did i have two yellows oh no that was orange okay so blue yellow and Somebody green pick a color pick a color any color blue well blue all right i said any color then i was like well no <laughs> okay here's a, a good uh discussion serena williams withdrawing from wimbledon i think she's i think it's time i think she should retire and raise her baby and just mm. move on that went through my head too, Tracy. It did. It did. I mean, it's not those, news to me. I didn't know that she had withdrawn, but hey. Yeah, she she suffered her. an injury. She suffered an injury either yesterday or the day before, and decided to withdraw from Wimbledon. Um, you know, versus playing injured. I don't. I think she. Um, well, I don't know if it was her ACL, something in her knee. I think, um, was what the injury was. I'll look that up while you guys are thinking about how. Your thoughts I, I on agree. this? I agree. Um, she have. I don't know how many times she has won this tournament. I think fifteen, been, no, or nine or fifteen. I can't remember. Getting older, and the younger, you know, the younger generations right behind her. They're they're younger. They're faster. They're stronger. You know, it's mm -hmm. time for her to retire. Yeah, you know, that's what it's I hard. Mean. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I respect April, I'm going to say as long as she can rock it like that, you keep rocking it, sis. But with that in mind, at this point, she got nothing to prove to nobody in the universe. There's only one person right. in the universe who needs to determine whether or not she needs to press on, and that is Serena Williams. So in terms of Steve Miller, she got nothing else to prove to me. She's the greatest female athlete I have ever seen. And in my opinion, there's ever been. And I feel blessed that I've been able to see her maturation from a 17-year-old to what, 40 now? She is? 39, I think she is now, yeah. Okay. But shouldn't you think she just should just buy out? Absolutely, but yeah, it's not she's opinion, on top. She's in on my top. opinion, this is there's only the one top. person in the universe who makes that the decision, and that's Serena Williams. Well, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call her later. I'm gonna call her later. 
Stop it. Stop it, Tracy. Because they mm-hmm. still feel that they can do it and they no longer because their body has broken. I would down say they're not at the maturity mm-hmm. where they are. What used to be. What you're talking about, in my opinion, is what every great athlete goes through. They struggle with it. Is what that's right. I, I get that. And that's why you have the sports pundits to say that okay, you should retire or you should do this. You know, this there were people who was telling Tom Brady five years ago, you need to retire. Five and here we are in 2021. He's still. I don't know if you guys follow football. Yeah, the goat. The yeah. greatest to ever do it. And I hate to say it because I've never been a Tom Brady fan. I'm going to say this, though, Stephen. He's the official bitch of the New York Giants. Go Giants. Boom. Cosign <laughs> written in cursive, sis. <laughs> I will give you, you a Giants fan, uh, Linda? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, this is the one time I'm going to give you a thumbs up on that. <laughs> but I know, and, and tell him why. Tell him why he is the biatch of the, the Giants. Oh, because he has lost to the Giants twice in the Super Bowl. Not once. Not baby. once. Not once. How many times since? Like two times. <laughs> who did he lose to? <laughs> he lost the Eli, the elites. Eli, the elites. And that's why Eli yes, will sir. be in the Hall of what? Yes, the Hall of Fame. And I'm gonna, you know, oh. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna go on the record and say I do believe, in my opinion, Tom Brady is a much better quarterback than Eli Manning. I tell you, I used to cuss Eli Manning out every Sunday, but, every football game. However, yeah. that does not change the fact. No, no, don't say however. You among your people right here. But you say however when you're on the job. Eli got them two rings. Boom. <laughs> And I, I'm, a fan. I'm, I'm a Redskins fan. So I'm giving you your props. Yes. Yeah, like Rita. Rita's a Redskins fan. Yes, <laughs> Back ma'am. to the subject. Yes, in my opinion, in terms of Sarita, yes. If she if she would go on CNN right now and say, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. That's she would decision. be in this hour the greatest female athlete we've ever seen. Yeah. And everyone in this era should consider themselves fortunate and mm-hmm. blessed mm-hmm. to being able to see her do what she's been doing. Mm-hmm. But the question now becomes, do you think she can go out and win a couple more Wimbledons? No. I think so. Oh, I think she got more. I think she can take it anymore. I think she I can think do Thing because Tiger, when he was doing his thing, he was on top. He fell off, he tried a couple of times, he fell down. Uh, and then a few years later, he, he came back off? 2012. He, we know why he fell off, but I'm saying since that incident, since that incident, he tried numerous tournaments and he did not excel. He did not excel. But a, last a, year, a, he did. He won the Masters again after what five years of trying. Mm-hmm. If Tiger went to Grambling State University, he wouldn't be dealing with this shit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if he went to an HBCU, he wouldn't be dealing with this shit. No, okay. <laughs> he wouldn't have married, you know, the chick from Sweden. He would marry Laquisha from St. Louis, Missouri. He couldn't go to an HBCU because he doesn't acknowledge his B. Mm. And whose fault is that? His daddy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that my son. Oh, <laughs> but I'm sorry. Go ahead, ladies. <laughs> but before we pick another top, did everybody weigh in on Serena? I think we all did. Yeah. Before we pick another color, um, Serena has won Wimbledon seven times, according to report the report. So okay. I to put that okay. Someone had asked that. So we have yellow and green left. Honestly, guys, um, what the topic that goes better just after the Serena topic is going to be the green topic, and that oh. one is the the Summer oh, Olympics. Yeah. Serena, why are you laughing? The green and go. The go. Come on with the go.
Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it's green and yellow left. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Do we have a maroon and gray topic? Just asking. Hell no. I had no maroon no. or gray. No. And I like all that. You seem no. a little uh, undecided. So, Summer Olympics, first thing that comes to mind. Simone Biles. Love it. Talk, Tracy. Say more. Oh, I know. Well, you know, here's the thing. Apparently, she kind of missed summer. She kind of stepped out of bounds. She slipped on the balance. You know, she slipped on the balance beam. So she's out of the all around. So, I mean, she can probably come back. But what's happened is the black girl that she mentored is yeah. actually in front of her. Ah. There's no losses there. You know what I mean? Because exactly. And she told this girl that she could do it. This girl was about to step out and give all up. And she yes. gave it. So, so she, you know, so it's hurting her a little bit because she's out of bounds and so forth and so on. But I, that's my, that's my summer Olympic thing. That's yes, she's a force. I'm going to the Olympic because this is the pre-trials, right? These are the trials. Yes, these are the trials. So this is not going to prevent her from going to the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, let me yeah. see here. Okay, she's we'll in. Read that. Right she's in. Okay, thank Simone you. Simone Biles cruises to Olympics birth. Will defend her fourth. Yeah, she's in. She's in. Okay, she's in. Thank but that you. That was my question to see if that eliminated her from being in the Tokyo Olympics. But no, she's still there. So um, that's good because she good. she gets there, she can still do what she does. Right. right. You know what awesome. I would like to see? I What's like, that? I, I mean, it, not even just with gymnastics, but across with like everything from track and field and what have you. That whomever the head coach is, they leave one spot at large so the coach can pick someone, even mm. if they don't qualify. You know, mm. in other words, you may have some, yeah. So you may have somebody who had a bad trial that can help. Right. And if the coach can, can pick, so if, say, if Simone Biles, say, suffered a, a horrible loss, and emotionally or mentally, she wasn't ready for the Olympic trials. A coach would still have the opportunity to say, I still want her on the team. Okay. You know, and that would be everything from track and field, because there was a year where um, um, Carl Lewis, mm -hmm. and then we lost in a four, four, four mm -hmm. by four. And mm -hmm. everyone right. in those tracks think that if Carl was on that team, they would have won it. Mm -hmm. So I agree I mean, with that. Yeah, like, and it happens every year. But that would be a great thing. That's yeah. the nature of the tournament. You can be You're the right. best in your craft, and you, you still got to make it. You still got to make it. Period. Someone's right. gonna come behind you who's not as good and still make more points than you, and then they go to, you know, the top, and you don't. It's just that's just the nature of the tournament. And, that, that and being able to choose that at large would, um, because it still gives you a chance to take home the gold. How about Shikari Richardson? <laughs> Y'all know who she is? She's the track star. Track, yeah. Yes, she's she's current. Is is she the fastest woman in the world right now? Is that the sister from University of Michigan? Yeah, is that her? Yes. And she's got she's got that oh. edge to her, and people are not liking. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Dedication, hungry, yes. staying hungry. Her attitude, yeah. And her attitude, she's I so love young. it. She's a winner. She's a winner. Black yes. girl magic. And she's proud of her she's body. A well, wow. she she got what it takes. I mean, she's been doing this for a long, long, long time. So she deserves it. She deserves the win. Yeah. And see her, win. yes. So what is it that people do not like? About her. Oh, girl, they don't like the cockiness. They don't like her. You know what, girl? Live, be, be great, and tell everybody you're great. I, I love it, and they don't like it. it. People don't like it. And she said, "What's amazing about her story is that she went up in the stands to um to hug her grandmother after she yes. won, and that was beautiful." And in her interview, she said she had just 
found out that her biological mom had just passed away like two weeks yeah. before this race. Yep. Yeah. So she was raised by her grandmother? I believe so, yes. She didn't go into that, but I believe she was raised by her grandmother. And, and she was all too grateful for, to doing this, for doing this for her family. It was all about doing it for the family for her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have one more color. Okay. And it is simply, and we've had this discussion before, so it's not anything new to us, but this uh, gentleman, Kevin Samuels, has now reached 1 million subscribers. So I would like your reactions to the fact that he has reached 1 million subscribers. What are your thoughts about that? First of all, who the hell is Kevin Samuels? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a good one. I love, I love it. I love it. The shade of it all. <laughs> image consultant, image guru, black male guru that talks about um, the high value man and that he expects certain things from the women that want a high value man that, you know, women have a certain weight standard they should meet. Um, they should, they need to bring certain things to the table. He's pretty critical. Um, I wouldn't say critical necessarily. His, what he has been um, uh, criticized for is his tone and his uh, delivery. And yeah, we did a whole, we did a whole uh, thing on Kevin's Yeah, thing. you were on there, yes. Rita? I think she came in later. I think she came okay. in later. Okay, well, I mean, we, we've been talking about him, though. Yeah. He gives yes, advice. Yes. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is Devin Samuels. Not Kevin, no, but no. Devin Samuels. <laughs> Atheon Crockett is a comedian. And his name, oh. or a, his other name, is Devin Samuels. And he does oh. parodies of Kevin Mm -hmm. He marketed himself well. Mm -hmm. um, he got all those, what'd you say, a million? A million subscribers. A million subscribers? You got to give him props for that. You got to give mm -hmm. him props. Especially for the time that like he's been. Doesn't matter. Especially for the niche that he's in and the time he's been in doing this. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't think his delivery sucks. I think he just got caught out there delivering. You know what I mean? No, I don't think so. <laughs> what you mean? No, he I caught mean, out. No, I think he got caught out there as far as, you know, he was delivering one thing, but, but often doing something else, he was having an affair, but he was delivering. Oh, no, you're talking about Derek Jackson. That's Derek Jackson. Uh-uh. Ah, damn. Yeah, him, yeah. Him and Samuels are the same damn. They're in the same no. niche. You're right. Yeah, I know what you mean, Tracy. Yes, you're right. All right, Paulette. Okay, Paulette. His delivery sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think he's just piggybacking. I think he's just piggybacking author Derek Sanders' demise. Mm. No, Derek no, no, Jackson. No. <laughs> Derek Jackson. Sanders. They're, they're, twins. they're twins, if you ask me, Derek. But, Dan, <laughs> but Samuels and um, the other guy are beefing. Aren't they beefing? Aren't they no. Well, no, no, no. No, they're not beefing with each other. No. Uh, no, no, no. What it is is that Kevin Sanders has been doing this for a long time, a lot longer than the other guy, Jerry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it just so happens as far as social media, they arrive at the same time. Mm -hmm. Kevin Samuel has been mm -hmm. doing um, male image consulting for 10 years. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. He's been doing this for a while. Um, yeah. He got on social media maybe a couple of years ago. Right. 
So she that's why I said for the time frame. Yeah, exactly. So that's they a lot of subscribers on at the same time, but no, they're not beefing. I don't even know they know each other. They're no, they're not beefing. Them. Um, I think what um what Tracy might have been referring to when we had the Kevin Samuels episode, we were talking about um Dr. Umar. What's his name? Right, right. Yeah, right. Dr. Umar was beef. There, they were beefing. Samuels, what, what, didn't he refer to Kevin Jackson about, didn't he refer to his, his situation? I think and in one of his I episodes, he, he maybe did, on his episode, he did speak on Right, it. I think he, he said something like, you know, y'all was listening to this guy and he this, that, and the third. So that's yeah. what I said, he piggybacked, in my opinion. That's right, I got you. But, but he took that opportunity. Woman, but the type of woman that I am, those self-help books I respect, those self-help gurus, I respect them, but I am of sound mind. And I mm -hmm. I meet people Most where the they time. are. I meet people where they are, and I am a good judge of the character. I've got a great sense of discernment. So a lot of times those Kevin Samuels and those Kevin Jacksons and those who's old so evers. They don't move me to right. bandwagon. I don't do the bandwagon for those guys because, or the women, I'll listen and take what I need and store it. But nine times out of 10, I'm not a groupie for none of that. I'm my own groupie. Here's another, here's another messy, messy piece right here. I would like to self-help those women that are wearing those freaking bonnets. They can call <laughs> me, okay? Take that, you know, come out the bonnet. Put your, you know, put some shoes on. Comb your hair. I mean, I mean, what? What? Anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. I, 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 I'm backing out the door now. Digress. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, this has been a fun episode. Even thank you for joining us today. Thank we can't wait to have you back. Me. I can't say that more sincerely. Absolutely. And more yeah. to come. Please stay tuned for more to come with Black Talk Matters. And yes, we, we will be involved. I'm very excited about what you, you gentlemen are doing. So we, uh, we've enjoyed you. Thank you for listening. And as always, be well. Thank you for listening to Uncorked in Conversation. This podcast is co-hosted by Linda White, April N. Brown, Tracy Langford, Paulette Irvy, and Sarita Boston. It is produced and edited by April N. Brown. The music is by Ben Sound.